Oh, where are they? Maybe it'll just be me and you. No, they're coming. I texted them. Um. They were ready too. <laughs> Remember, I was sleeping. You know. Oh, right. 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 Remember, I forgot. Remember, I dropped the ball. Me, 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 me. Got you. Got you. You're the Tony Soto show in this instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello. Hi, Maxwell. Live from my bedroom. Yes. Uh, We got sunshine in LA. It's feeling good. Oh, great. It's nice that we could, like, in our moments where we could break out of our apartment, that it's at least sunny and gorgeous finally. Whereas before we were like, trapped and just like staring at the rain like you. scared your house was gonna flood let's talk about you real quick because you were you were on the twitter blasting gays for taking photos with other people over the holiday weekend you were like we see you not socially distancing bitch uh oh i love to call people out for not social distancing it's like my new favorite thing to do <laughs> Like, yo, girl, stay inside. Um, Don't talk to people. Where's your mask? Well, it was funny because, like, I think I had posted a photo of myself climbing a tree not too long after you wrote that. And I was like, she better not be talking to me. Um, no, it was more like the pe- my friends that have me on their close friends and are, like, uh, showing pictures of their heathenous nieces and nephews that live in the suburbs that they went to go visit. And I'm like, Diva, that is not how this works. Just because there is an egg with your name on it does not mean you get to go back to your family and see them. Okay. And I... just because you put on your close friends doesn't mean I'm ju- not judging you. And this honestly... This is not an exclusive. Take and... your shirt off, bitch. Don't show me your niece and nephew. This is close friends. And honestly, my whole thing is, I'm like, don't you know asymptomatic? Like, that's a thing. Google it. Everyone's like, oh, I feel fine. I'm like, but you could have it. You can have the Rona. And... You... You know gay people do not know what asymptomatic means. <laughs> well, I know that you don't know, but I mean, I'm hoping... I other... do. I'm educated. There are other gays that don't. Oh, listen to her. She reads books now. Um, hey, do you want to talk about uh, the fact that Taco Bay and yourself moved in together? It's still it's still work. We're still doing it. You're yes. in the process? It's officially the first. Well, because it's like rona season it's not like we can really like gather the gang and do it all at once like we you know so we're gonna kind of just move everything in bits and pieces because um well what the world doesn't know is i only really only know maxwell (laughs) outside of the show from his twitter so he he was he was tweeting that he was uh he was busy moving in the taco bay i'm very excited about it you know we i mean we've been isolated the whole time together so we've you know we i mean i'm excited i mean it won't really feel any different i feel like except we'll be in one spot instead of you know our bi-coastal life okay well we've covered this last week and honestly i can't let you continue to say that because it's just it's it's i'm i no more misinformation all right maxwell i've been calling it a bi-coastal relationship since it started yeah you're wrong you've been wrong forever that's not that's not the point i mean is it wrong i mean it's like west side it's wrong west coast east coast no there's not there's not a coast there's not a coast here there's not a coast here i'm i'm on the other side of the los angeles river there's like a coast there right no there's a beach no it's cement, no. but it's beach like. <laughs> I can't let you do There's that. There's a lot of homeless people tanning by it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, see, I walked by the river, and there it was. It was apparently bath day on Easter, uh, because there were a lot of bathing homeless in the river. But listen, well, honestly, I'm just happy that we have a river now that they can bathe in, because yeah. we've had I mean, so the much rain. rain. Has been great. I feel like I'm going to die every day because of allergies. So I mean, so things are growing. 
you know? But lo- I mean, just look around, girl. At least it's going to die and it's going to be real green. I mean, it like I always say, I keep saying it looks HD. Like being outside seriously just looks like you're looking at an HD picture. You're just like, this is where we live. The sky is electric blue. The grass is like the Easter Kelly green. Like it is real life. It's HD. Yeah. LA could not be more gorgeous now. Honestly, it could. And, and, and who knew all it took was getting rid of the human beings. I mean, well, I knew I've known that for years. Um, what else has been going on, Maxwell? Anything fun, interesting, cool? I mean, you know, we could talk. I'm so upset, Tony. I found out my favorite restaurant is closing because of coronavirus. Whoa, which one? Swingers. We went to Swingers on Thanksgiving. Sw- oh, Swingers. The diner That's on Melrose. Diner. Or on Beverly in West Hollywood. It's iconic. Wait, really? Yes. I like Swingers, actually. I've been to Swingers. I love Swingers. I know we've been. Swingers is like my favorite place. I would go there and like when I moved, because that's where I'd visit before moving to LA. So when I was like hashtag sad and having a moment when I lived in Hollywood, putting it together, I'd go to Swingers by myself and I would just be like, okay, I'm at, I'm at Swingers. This is like what I wanted. Like I would dream of going to Swingers when I lived in Chicago. Yeah, it's V famous. I love swingers. I met Margaret Cho there. Well, I mean, listen, rent is down here. Rent prices are down. Like, I think they said 3% per square uh, foot. Uh, And um, there's a lot of vacancies. Uh, And honestly, I don't know why I'm saying that because don't move here. All right. Anyone, anyone who's thinking about living here, don't do it. We don't want you. Okay. Literally, (coughs) we don't want you. Aside from your jobs, have you been touched by the Rona? Oh, you did your digital drag show. I well, I was on uh, Bitch Puddin's digital drag show. Yes. Um, yes. And honestly, oh, I don't want to say. Well, I don't want to say too much about too much, but I just got paid for that gig, and uh, <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> and Le- it was um, it was cute money and she has like 175 people on the show so i don't know how with that many people i walked away with as cute money as i did but it was fucking cute i i enjoyed it good it's i go ahead i heard the money was really great for the show i i asked i phoned a friend about it because i was curious i mean these are new things i want to know like i've worked in the club so i know how that side goes so i would like to know as a social media person what the other side looks like no absolutely it sounds fierce i mean listen uh listen i have to say um with doing learn the words bitch and with doing uh, that digital drag show for and, and like honestly just to all of my fans and listeners of this show and so on people have been so generous to me and um honestly i feel i'm 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 not pressed about money right now and that's great and that for a freelance artist with very little skill uh is very reassuring you know um but it's also nice that your social calendar has been completely canceled so you're not spending that money on anything besides grocery weed and your utilities if you're even doing that i am like and honestly i'm paying and i'm paying my rent so i mean i am doing that as well although I paid my rent in full, but I called all my bills and told them I had no money. And they were all like, see you later. Yeah, I did too, except for Sprint. Sprint told me to fuck off and pay. So Yeah, the only people that told me to pay was my phone and the internet. And they didn't necessarily say pay. They were like, if you don't pay, we won't shut it off. But I'm not really trying to get out of it. Like, I'm not trying to reach the end of the tunnel and be like drowning in debt. So if I could pay the full thing now, I'm just going to pay it because... You know, I yeah. think I think like my biggest process during this time was that, you know, I'm very used to being poor. Being poor is not a new thing to me. So the fact mm-hmm. that like money isn't like rolling in isn't a shocker. But here's what I what what has been frustrating is seeing like all these responsible people, you know, the people who have lived their lives doing all the right things, uh, like getting a job and paying their bills and blah, 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 blah. And now they can't. So they're all it I, I liken it to when the wall when uh Wall Street crashed back in the uh back in the day and all those rich tycoons killed themselves. I feel like oh. everyone is on the anyone who has been so responsible about everything that now cannot deal with it are about to jump off of a bridge and that I mean, is frustrating to like watch you know uh the best thing columbia college taught me was how to be poor like literally like 
Like I had somebody at my senior seminar, one of the, some past alum tell me that he applied for a bunch of college loans, dropped out of college, took all the money, changed his cell phone number and drove around the country and just (laughs) ran from them. That was somebody who came to speak to my class about his experience. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I love this school. This was senior year. So this was the end. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Um, also it's like, it's like, um, um, oh, uh, yeah money's fake <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean that's just what i want to like yell at people who are like but what if but what if i'm like what if what i'm like stop answering your mail like stop checking your mail like quit answering your phone Simple. it's just like it's just annoying to me it's just like why doesn't everybody just stop like we're not making money why are you asking us for money it's rude but although i have to say there is money out there because People are very kind and are being very generous. So, like, I mean, I'll wake well, up. I sometimes. think it's those people that are still making their are fortunate enough to either be working at home or paying their sal, you know, or still getting their salaries that can throw twenty bucks to a drag show, fifty bucks to a drag show because they're not spending that fifty bucks blocking out at the bar that the drag show had. They're just well, now giving it to the drag queens. After we after we did learn the words pitch, like I got so many people and and, and I did very well at learning the words pitch. And um and, and then I know I got, you offered me my job. I must be, you must be <laughs> I, I know. I was like, there's room for you, girl. <laughs> um but like uh um everyone's like you should do this weekly. You should do this and I was like first of all I was like well uh, isolation is making y'all greedy and also i'm like i could I, I i i don't need to you know what i mean like like if, if that's how it is like i don't i'm not trying to like uh like leech all the money out of people like i want i want to like do my regular monthly gigs that said i think i'm bringing battle babies back um this month oh uh, good uh, but it'll be a little different. It's not going to be a lip sync battle because I don't know that we can really do that on Zoom. But um, but I am going to hopefully bring back beta- Battle Babies at the end of this month, definitely next month. So um, because, you know, if the coin is there, I want it. Um, Why not? Guys, we have two amazing icons on the show today. Ooh, I'm um, excited to hear about what it's like to be quarantined over there. I we am. Made it sound really glamorous over here. <laughs> I am. I have to. I cannot stress enough how much I appreciate these two people um, because we met online. Uh, because of them, I got. We've gotten a ton of listeners, new listeners to our shows, um, and now. They're no longer competition. They're out of the game. So this is great. Formerly from the Grizzly Kiki, we have Robert and Daniel. Robert and Daniel. Hi. Hey. Oh, and you're welcome. Welcome back. Oh my God. Listen, I worry about you. I worry about you guys like all the time because you are in Brooklyn. Tell us how it is. Tell us how tell us how your lives have changed. Well, even worse than Brooklyn, we're in Queens. Oh, shit. And Queens is like the hardest hit so far. And on top of that, our zip code has had the most um, positive... It's it's not the most. Don't give out the wrong information. I I thought that's what you said. It's a high. It's a high volume of cases. So wait, Queens has the most cases. Is 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 uh, is Queens a uh, primarily Jewish uh, area? No, no. It's really like it's mixed. Where we are, it's like the most ethnically diverse, you know, area of the city. Uh Because we're by Jackson Heights, which is you know, like um, Southeast Asian and Hispanic. And, and there's like just a whole mix where we are. So I'm thinking Williamsburg. I'm thinking Williamsburg. I'm, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been yeah. watching, I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately and uh, mm-hmm. they've had some things about Orthodox Jews and I was like, nope, Williamsburg. So, um, well, yeah, they were having problems with some of the, the uh, Orthodox uh, funerals. I think there was like five back to back where hundreds of Orthodox Jews were gathering in the midst of all of this. So that was, I, I believe it was an issue. I don't know what they did. About well, one it, of but. our listeners from Tel Aviv wrote into the show last week and was, uh, who, and he's like, I stay away from the Orthodox areas because no one's adhering to any of the mm-hmm. safe distance rules there. Cause they listen yeah. to their rabbis and they don't listen to like, you know, people who know things. Um, mm-hmm. but, like, oh, cool. but, but, but what's been the biggest change, uh, for you because of this, uh, whole situation. Uh, 
I feel like I need to say something negative, but I'm actually, I needed a break from my job. So the fact that I can work from home, I'm very grateful for that. I recognize that that's not everybody's reality, that a lot of people lost their jobs and that's terrible. But I am just very grateful for the, like the break because I needed it. Sure. I was I was talking to somebody and they said I think somebody whose theory on why everybody was trying to social distance was because everybody had a bad start to their year and they really just wanted a break. <laughs> well, and I was like, that is not not true. Let's be real. I feel like I limped into 2020 wounded. Like I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I felt like I felt like the prodigal son coming back after being abused. Um, so I under, I under, I understand that. Um, Daniel, what what about you though? I mean, I I've grown to um, I don't know get used to it because like working with art like I do, it's it's hard to do my job the way I would like to do it. Um, but yeah, my my job completely closed down, and we're all working from home. We check in a couple of times a week. Um, I have somehow managed to like move my job into the like virtual world. Um, but it's it's been challenging. Like we have we ha- we had a new hire who started after we closed. Oh, bye. So that's been you know very interesting. And he's like my my direct counterpart. So like we're supposed to be working super close. Um, well, six so, feet apart, but yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> six feet apart. And um, so that's been challenging, but it it hasn't been the worst thing in the world. I think it's more um, not knowing like what's coming, I think is the hardest part for right. me anyway. You right. know, it's like, um, you know, again, thankfully I'm still employed and they reassure us that every staff meeting that we're, you know, going to continue to be employed and paid, which for a lot of nonprofits around the city, it's not the case. Like one of my old jobs, like a 75% of the workforce yeah. of the museum. Well, and, you're, bo- you're booked and blessed, baby. Booked and blessed. Yep. Uh, yeah. And that's, you know, has- it's, um, it's good in that respect. Has, uh, ha- have you, okay, so like I feel like before we go to break, I want to ask this question because, you know, one of the things um, that is like the biggest, I guess, plus to this or minus, depending on how you swing it, is that we are very in touch with people now. Like we mm-hmm. are, we're talking to people who we haven't talked to in ages. Are any of you guys regretting that you've opened up the Pandora box to talk to people? And I'm, and I'm asking this to, to the whole, to all of you, Maxwell included, like, cause there are people that I, I'm like, I don't think that I needed to really talk to you. And I'm sorry that I did. And, uh, you and I are not in the same place. Uh, what about you, Maxwell? Have you experienced that? No, I like to, I love to talk to people. So like, I'll even tell people I don't know on Instagram. I'll be like, if you ever just need to talk, like you're not bothering me. I'm not doing anything. Oh my God. I don't know if you are the stupidest person alive or if you are literally (laughs) just a little saint in a fuzzy body. I don't know. I don't know yet. Uh, I mean, like there's the block button and the delete button. Like both those functions work if people get weird. But I mean, I think people really take me up on my niceness more than they're being a weirdo. Robert, except for Taco Bay, who just walked into the room. That creep ruined my life and my DMs. Robert, Daniel, <laughs> Robert, Daniel, have you guys missed out on? Are you are you guys over anybody? So um, I am, but we're not going to talk about it on here. <laughs> public, but. Um, uh, the last week I was having a rough day and I was like, I'm going to counter, I'm going to counteract this negativity that's in my life right now by reaching out to five people that I haven't talked to in a really long time. And so there's this one friend that I reached out to and it was just like a barrage of, I I wanted to catch up and be like, how are you doing? How's your, you know, how's your wife? How's your kids? Whatever. And it was a barrage of like, can you believe that the mayor hasn't done this yet? And it's like, ooh, not what I was looking for. Yeah. Not what we were looking for. This is why mm-hmm. we don't talk more often. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't really regret it. I mean, we've, you know, like, I, I think the takeaway from this is that there are all these different forms of technology that we've had for a while. But for some reason, you know, we, we've chosen not to use them. But. I, I hope it's six. Like we had, you know, we've had at least a few digital dinners with family members that, you know, we wouldn't have otherwise. And we could have done this before. So yeah. I think I, I that I'm really enjoying. The only rule I put on it is we're not talking about 
anything that's going on with this virus. Yeah. Like that is just my own. Yeah. And, and but what a difficult yeah. task, but what a difficult <laughs> task, you know, like that's a difficult yeah. task. That's all we really have. Yeah. yeah. I just hang that's, up on my father when he brings it up. You know, um, <laughs> we're, we're going to take a quick break, but I just want to say that, um, in the, uh, this pandemic has made me realize how much I've missed Shea Coulee because we have been uh, in contact more in this four weeks than I think we have since she's been on that game show. And it's just one of those situations, like even though you might have some annoying friends, there are some friends that you're like, fuck, why don't we talk more? Like I had a kiki with people from uh, like my old clique from Columbia College. And we're all just the same miserable people that we always were making shitty jokes about each other. And it, and it just felt fucking good and normal. And I'm like, okay, this is the kind of shit that... I, uh, listeners, you have been it's, on a, a roller it's coaster. It's fun to connect. The, 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 the listeners of the Tony Soto, Tony Soto Show have been on a roller coaster of my emotions. You're finding me on a good day. Uh, <laughs> so, remember what I said. It's going to be an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, I know. But when you say it, I want to smack your stupid mouth. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to. That's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Six feet, six feet, don't touch me. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with the Grizzly Kiki. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour, available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Live. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, The Gay Power Half Hour. And we are back. Now, I did mention this when when I introduced Robert and Daniel, that they are no longer competition. They have put the Grizzly Kiki to bed. And I need to know, is this indefinitely and why? Go. As of... Right now. <laughs> Did you just hit a As bomb? right now, that was like a big fart sound that just came through. It yeah, I think it was a glorious. bubbly, I think it was the bong. I hope oh. that was the bong. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, yeah, it must have been because I didn't hear it. <laughs> it sounded like the world's finest like uh, sound effect. It, it, sounded well, like, it sounded like an embarrassing moment for somebody is what it sounded like. And uh, I can't wait to hear it when I re-listen. <laughs> Because I did not hear anything. So but funny. I also just hit a bong. Well, so. I'll leave it in for you, girl. All right. Uh, well, sorry to interrupt. Go, yeah, go no, on. No, it was Please. it was a welcomed interruption. So, bump it a bump bum breaking news. Because we didn't even talk about this when we announced that we were going to stop podcasting. So basically, I have been having a really I had been having a really hard time since we stopped recapping Drag Race uh, of just like speaking, like just talking on the microphone. I. I because I'm, I'm usually the one that's listening to the recording, so I hear what we're both saying twice. Oh yeah, and then I hear it a third time when I edit it. Yeah, and it haunts me. Like I've, I've actually lost sleep from thinking about like, oh, what's the reaction going to be to this thing that I said on the podcast? And it'll be something stupid. Um, so that was a big part of it. And there was just there was one day where I. Like I had a breakdown, and I was waiting for Daniel to come home, and I was like, we're canceling the podcast. And the, and the YouTube channel, all of it is gone because I feel like I'm giving too much of my, well, I mean, I'm speaking for me personally, but I felt like I was giving too much of myself and I felt like the, um, what was being returned to me was not, uh, like was not really serving me, if right. that makes sense. Right. Um, and I'm also, I've also gotten really into, uh, like working out that that's like a new thing for me. I love and that. I love her. Don't know, I, don't know who I've become, but I love her. Um, so, Are you still on the keto diet too? That's another thing that is not happening. <laughs> that's a t- it's a tough thing to keep up. It really yeah. is. It's, I mean, it's more, when, when we started self-isolating, we were like, okay, so the world's ending. It's time to eat the Cheetos, right? Um, so, <laughs> But literally, yes. But literally. But now we're, we've been talking, and I think we're going to start the whole 30 in May, possibly depending on what this all looks like then. Um, because I really, I, I have been going ham on on uh, sugary snacks and they give me, they always give me a headache and it's a reminder that I need to reset. But um, basically, 
yeah, it was just like, it was not serving, like the, the feedback we were getting was not really serving us, I guess, or wasn't serving me specifically. And I feel like I made the choice. Can I just suggest real quick, um, intermittent fasting? Intermittent. Oh. Can I? Can I just? Can I just suggest that because I've been doing it now for four months, and it. I completely have changed my way now. I only do that. I don't consider it like a diet. I consider it like I've changed my life, um, and it works. I just want you. Know, I'm just going to say that. Uh, oh, it does it too, actually. Yeah. Um. I. I love it. So I have. I actually still. I was doing intermittent fasting when we were doing keto, uh-huh. and I still kind of do it without realizing it. Yeah, I just like naturally wait until whatever time exactly. I'm supposed to start eating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Daniel, what was it? What was it for you though about the about quitting um, a, a successful show, mind you, a successful yeah. show? It I've gotten a lot like of listeners. I've gotten a lot of listeners from you. Yeah. It, but it didn't feel successful toward the end. And it's because I feel like we we moved a little too far away from what we originally were doing, like with the interviews and things like that. Um, you know, I had started a job that was very demanding about a year ago. Now I'm in a new job where I have more time. But it just, it, it felt like a chore. And, yeah. you know, this, it's like, it's not something we're making money off of. It was not a professional endeavor by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, this was for fun. And it stopped being fun about a year and a half ago. And I have to say that I was the one pushing to be like, well, yeah, we're both not 100% happy with this, but we might be. Like, honestly, it felt like somebody that you wanted to break up with, but, you know, you, like you didn't want to because then you'd have to pay all the rent. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is literally yeah. what it felt like. And... Yeah, when, when we stopped recapping Drag Race, my initial conversation that led to us stopping was, I would like to quit. I, me, personally, Robert, would like to quit the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was how the conversation yeah. began. Yeah. And then yeah. when I came home that night and he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And I was like, I wanted to be very torn up and have a whole moment. <laughs> but I just said, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like, all right, done. So what are we going to say? Like, you know, so... It um it was successful for a while. I mean, we're kind of on an in, in, an indefinite break. That's yeah. why we didn't say like you know we're going to, um you know completely kill this. It was just you know for now, right? For, you know for the foreseeable future, because we really didn't don't know what we want to do. And I feel like we've had a lot of changes in our lives recently. You know, Robert's on his like workout journey and you know other things, and I am now like trying to get an entire, you know, uh, archival and artwork collection on its feet so that we can make it public. So I feel like um, it's good. It's been great to take the break. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, maybe maybe it'll come back at one point, but but not not for a while. How many years yeah. have you been doing the Grizzly Kiki? It was about almost a solid six years. So yeah, so we're basically on the mm-hmm. same timeline Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going to be, the Tony Soto show is going to be six years old in November. And, um, and I, I hear when, when you said, when you, when you just said like, uh, sometimes you, you found yourself dreading it. I completely understand that because you mm-hmm. know, when you are a weekly show, when you're a weekly show, you're not necessarily making a, uh, money off of it. You have to be on an ever never ending quest. Uh, for content, plus Drag Race started to fucking suck. So that, mm-hmm. and so like, uh, was it was it because you might have been getting a bit of uh, the toxic uh, Drag Race fandom not appreciating what you were saying about the show? Well, we were part of the toxic fandom. Like I'm saying that for myself because okay. I found myself saying a lot of things that, in retrospect, I'm like, ugh, that's disgusting. Okay. And we weren't. The, the funny thing is that we weren't ever really called out about the things that I, if I heard them again, would be like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. It was about odd, you know, not odd things, but things that were essentially baseless. And it 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 um it got really bad after um, season 10 because, you know, we decided to talk about racism and optics yeah. and everything that was going on on the show. And we found that that was a, a discussion worth having. And so we continued that. And, and, you know, through the seasons that and it followed. was, and people did not like that. Well, oh, God Almighty, we were being racist toward white people. No such thing. Um, no such thing. You know, yeah, we were, that's not like, a thing. Right? We were blindly supporting the vixen because you know she had no credence, which is 
really pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. So basically, so, you had a bunch of shitty ass white people mad at you for bringing yeah. up shitty ass white people um, things. I we hear were you. Called transphobic because we said Gia Gunn wasn't talented. Um, any number of things. Nothing to do with their gender and identity. That has nothing to do with their gender identity. That's why we stopped the recaps. Yeah, like that was. So we just thought this is ridiculous, and then we decided to continue with these like you know topical things. But we also weren't really encountering anybody that we wanted to interview. So it, it, it just, it, it, it kind of See, just fell you apart. Keep, you keep saying that, and I don't agree with that. We did encounter plenty of people we wanted to interview. We just, n- neither one of us were like, we didn't have the fire that we used to have where we would like be banging down people's doors or going. Like when we first started the podcast, we would do, um, we would do like three interviews in a row. We mm-hmm. would go and meet a queen at a diner and then another one at a bar and then the other one at their apartment. Mm-hmm. And like we were doing interviews in their bathroom while they were painting. Like we were just like, yeah. wherever we have to go, that's where we're going to be. And that just doesn't like that fire doesn't exist for us anymore. We interviewed yeah. Cracker. We, we interviewed Cracker on a street corner in Harlem before her show. Yeah. Oh wait, like I think I did. Night, did like you midnight. video that too? Wasn't there one? That I, I watched one that you actually videoed. Didn't you video it? Because you guys were in full geese too, weren't you? Outside of a club. That was so when um when we did we did an episode about Paris is burning with Bob the drag queen and Bob had heard one of us say he Bob had heard me oh, say yeah. on the podcast mm. that I was scared of riding the train and drag. So he was like, "Guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna ride the train and drag," and I was terrified it was probably the the best like piece of content that we did for our youtube channel because it was like it was so much fun to film but it was terrifying sure like bob being there made me feel a little bit better and uh and and all that but like but yeah we would we would do all kinds of stuff just like whatever we could you know i you think know? i think like here, here's what i think and honestly i feel like i don't want to speak for you guys i'm not i don't want to speak for maxwell but like when Drag Race started, it was so revolution, you know, like it was mm-hmm. so like something that the queer community needed for the world to see. And so I was honored to talk about it for like mm-hmm. the, for like the first five seasons. And, and we didn't even start talking about Drag Race right off when the Tony Soto show started. Like we we went into it like I think like season three or something like that. I can't even remember. Maxwell might know better. But um I don't actually, not that one. But the <laughs> but the but the show isn't ours anymore. You know what I mean? Like it, it isn't for us. It isn't so so we haven't talked about drag race much at all this uh this year. And mm. for me it's been fucking refreshing. It's been refreshing to like get people and I don't know how Maxwell Maxwell, how do you feel that we're not necessarily like we're not doing weekly wrap ups anymore? Um, I love Drag Race, and I talk about it with anybody, and if you don't want to talk to me about it, that's okay, because I have <laughs> other people I can talk to about it. Yeah. Um, I like talking about it on the show, though. It is fun, but if you don't want to talk about it, I mean, this should be fun for us. That's what I was going to say to the Grizzly Kiki girls. Is like, I mean, especially since this isn't something that necessarily pays all of your bills, um, mm-hmm. and it should definitely be fun. If this is like a passion project, there needs to be fun behind it, yeah. so... I mean, yeah. if you're not having fun, Tony, talking about the drag race, then we don't have to talk about it. Well, no, and it's my show. And we don't. Uh, that helps. So, it helps. It helps to be show. my show. But but and here's the thing: like it, it's like. <laughs> well, we are the Tony Soto show, and we did come to that decision. So did we? Oh <laughs> wow! I love this. We. Um, I, here's the thing: I, I I don't like the show anymore, and and honestly, and I, and I can understand. Uh, that the like I was you know like I was just watching or I was on Twitter and Fifi, um, what's her last oh, name? Is that her last name? Okay. Yes. Okay. I I thought I was okay. Anyway, Fifi um, posted something saying I love Drag Race fans, and it's someone who messaged her and was like, "I'm just watching your season. You're a fucking bitch." Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, if you. Okay, if you are catching up on Drag Race and you are that far behind, you are not allowed to let a fucking character from that show know how you feel. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I feel like um, because there is no respect for the art of drag with Drag Race audience, like the audience doesn't Mm -hmm. know the history of it, that uh, they make it not fun to watch and and here's mm-hmm. and, well let me bring this up real quick because um, I just remembered um, <clears throat> so precinct shout out to precinct uh, has been doing Zoom parties all weekend 
And um, I went on Friday night and I went on Sunday and it was so fun hanging out at the bar with all the gays. But on Sunday, uh, the new party, Sugar Tank, uh, I think it's a Sugar Tank, um, uh, which is the House of Avalon. Love. uh, uh, Was featured for a party and uh, Gigi Good was uh, scheduled to perform. So... Here's just all the fucking gays in their harnesses and their fucking jock straps, all these old bears like kissing each other, loving each other on the Zoom, having a good time, dancing to rubella spreads and whatnot, like having a blast. But then it starts getting to the time where Gigi is supposed to fucking perform. And then all these little fucking little little kids start popping up in the chat. Mm-hmm. Where's Gigi? Where's Gigi? Where's Gigi? I didn't know that Gigi was performing. So, um, so then they were just like, uh, then they started uh, talking to each other. Oh my God, where are we? We're so scared. Ew, what is this place? Ew. And I'm like, bitch, this is a fucking gay bar, okay? <laughs> like, like for, for all intents and purposes, this is a fucking gay bar. And your little twink fucking ass, or straight, I'm assuming, ass, shouldn't even fucking be here. But here was what, what was funny. Mm-hmm. They waited that long to see Gigi Good, because I guess she started this like little group with uh, Rosie Thorne, Simone rubber something the rubber child yeah and and one other person uh they started a little girl group the cheetah club or something i don't know and they they released their original video their new video but what was funny was they were all in fucking masks so the kids didn't even get to see your lip sync and they didn't even get to see your fucking face <laughs> like the whole number they're just behind masks and all you see are eyes and wigs and cheetah print outfits just dancing and i was it like, was great it, I love it. Was it. A, it truly it was a Cheetah was, Girl song. They did the um, oh. iconic because they're a four gr- group of four girls. They did the Cheetah Girls number. The mm-hmm. We are sisters. We stand together. Oh, well, it was. One, it's it was about, like sisterhood and banding together. So they had their mm-hmm. mask on, dancing in the middle of the street. Yeah, it, it was. was like, it was not a good number. It was not good. And um, <laughs> and honestly, I was and 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 I was joyous that it wasn't good because I was like, haha, all these little kids didn't even. <laughs> To see your fucking lip sync, ha 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 little fucking kids, and I love Simone and I love Gigi Good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know the other two, so I can't say whether or not I like them or not. But like, I just didn't like that number. Uh, someone took a picture of me because I was on my phone during it. Someone, oh, Felony Dodger took a, <laughs> took a photo of me like during her number when I was just like doing this, and she's like, "This is you during Gigi Good's number," and I was like, "Yeah," because it wasn't good. Um, but here. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want to say before we go to break. Um, I want you guys to come back. I think that there is a place for you at the table. Obviously, I think that like I think that you are just finding your uh, footing when you stop talking about Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you just need to restructure this. And let me just give you this advice because this is something that I've been talking to my co-host on the Gay Power Half Hour, uh, Casey Lai. He's <laughs> his biggest issue is why I'm more po- why am I more popular than he is, and. Um, <laughs> And I say, because you care what people think. Mm. I mm-hmm. don't give a fuck what anyone who's listening to this show thinks about my opinion. So if they come to me, because I get a lot of hate on, on the uh, email to me regularly. No. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I don't care. You don't like me? Oh, I don't fucking care. You, you, don't, you don't like that I didn't like Gigi Good's number? You can suck my dick. Don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> RuPaul's a fracker. I don't care. You know, like it's just like, and so like, I just hope that you guys come back at some point. But enjoy your break, bitches. Like you should. You should. Oh, we will. And but- we're we're two. So I know that Casey's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. We're both water signs. So that I just don't think we're cut out for it. Ah, and that's essentially because I've thought about this already. That makes sense. I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. I don't give a shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But I get it. Right. Uh, Scorpios, uh, water signs are very eager to please, and they want they want to be liked. And I understand. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that I liked you when you were being bitchy about uh, Valentina. I loved it. <laughs> I bathed myself in that hate, girl. I was like, the, <laughs> like those kiki girls. I always the- enjoyed your perspective on Drag Race. You are the smartest okay. bitches. You're the smartest. You, you are the smartest people 
to talk about drag too. And honestly, um, anyone who didn't appreciate their opinions are fucking wrong. Okay, you're just wrong because they weren't. They weren't. And I'll tell you, wrong. I don't know how many episodes of the Tony Soto show I I preface with C Grizzly Kiki. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, if you want the real tea, go to the Grizzly Kiki. It's funny because when we started watching season twelve, I was like, I kind of wish we were recapping because a, we knew Sherry Pie. We were yeah. like friends with her, unfortunately. Oh, and mm-hmm. uh, and b, we're actually enjoying the season. A I think it's really good. Like it. It's a really I good think it's really season. Really good. Um, I'm yeah, just I, I mean, enjoying it a lot. I, I heard that uh, I, I watched the Snatch Game episode. Uh, first of all, I don't like all that fucking editing. Regardless of how good it is, I look at it from a production standpoint, and y'all fucking spent a lot of goddamn time mm-hmm. cutting someone who's going to be top three out. You're stupid. Like, fucking, mm-hmm. you're stupid. And so, and at this point, and if I, and I always say this too, if I was one of the season 12 girls, I'd want to do over. I would. I'd be like, mm-hmm. like, do it over. Let's do it all over again without that bitch. All right. Well, listen, let's take a quick break because, uh, and here's the thing, audience, I'm going to have the Grizzly Kiki back on this show, whether they like it or not. So um, <laughs> so uh, if you don't hear from them on there, and don't worry, you'll hear from them on ours because we adore them. When we come back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right. We are back with the show guys we are giving you isolation realness we are just doing it and, and honestly you're very very fortunate to be listening to whatever happens because i don't even know i don't even know what's going to happen but you all like to write into us and we like to hear from you so if you would like to write in a question concern comment critique to the tony Soto show all you have to do is go to the tony and uh i mean it's right there it's right at the top it's right underneath my beautiful photo so uh, leave us a message. Let us know what you want to say, and uh, we'll say it. Uh, Compliment me. Uh, who's going to kick us off? Uh, I am. Uh, so this message is from I Need People, um, and it says, I'm very social, and I just can't take Zoom and all that other stuff. My two closest friends and I have been doing quarantine like champs, but we're sick of it. <clears throat> We've been thinking about moving into one of our apartments for the rest of this COVID pandemic. Do you all think it's a good idea? I've been relating to Tony's slow breakdown more than I should be. <laughs> has it, um, has I it mean, been slow? I, Wait, has it been slow? I hope it's been slow because I feel like it's been a spiral, bitch. <laughs> I would I also think it's, say it's a spiral. You know, cliffhanger, like when the lady is holding on to the helicopter and Stallone has her by that glove and the glove slips. That's how I feel. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a very heteronormative movie. I didn't see it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess you're right. I mean, it, and it's also very old, I suppose. Um, oh um, well, I think if you're like, I mean, if they've been isolating and you've been isolating and you're all just going to start isolating together, I guess I don't see why if you are like seriously all staying together. But that doesn't mean you guys can start going to other friends' houses and mm-hmm. having other people. And, it like, also doesn't doing... mean that one of you is not asymptomatic and giving mm-hmm. each other fucking corona. So this is the thing, too. It's like you have to really... This This is what's irritating me about... I know we're alone. I live alone. I get it. Like This, this is what pisses me off about... Uh, I thought the American people had to have like a strength to them or and, 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 and I, I, I get it. I get it. I get there's I, I get it that you don't want to be around other people. I get, but also you don't know if one of you is asymptomatic and you don't know if they're going to go into your fucking apartment and then you guys are going to get it. This is just what, unless you have a COVID test, you don't know that. So right. in my yeah. opinion, this, listen, this is, this is a future story that you're going to have to tell for decades. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, don't you want to like have the story be, I fucking manned isolation and I fucking did it and I made it. Like, this is the this is the talking mm-hmm. to that I had to have with myself. I had to sit down and be like, girl, like, you like to be here. <laughs> you like being here. Like, mm-hmm. you you know, you've you've been in the same apartment for almost six years. There's something about it that you like. So, just because the outside is fucking not letting you in doesn't mean that you have to have a breakdown, but this is just me. Uh, Robert Daniel, what do you guys think? You've also been really creative with how you've been dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Cause I've seen that you're watching you, you're watching like Netflix with Shay and, and Dan on, on zoom. Yeah. Like that's really creative. We're trying to do the same thing where we plan digital dinners and stuff. 
Um, I would just say everything that Tony just said, keep, mm-hmm. keep, keep in mind that you are going, you're probably going to be exposed to this uh, maybe by one of these people that you're planning on moving in together. And if you're okay with that, then mm-hmm. I say do it. Whatever you have to do to get through this, get through it. But yeah. uh, just keep in mind that, you know, if, if it's not one of the people that's, that you're moving in with, it might be uh, the cab driver that brings them over. It might be, you know, like it depends on how much, how much moving is going to be happening. How many other people are they going to interact mm-hmm. with when you're all like consolidating to one space? Think yeah. about that. Yeah, because I say no. You say no? I say no because I love my friends, but if I had to live with any one of them for any length of time, I'd probably kill them. Well, and see, that's the thing too. Like, it's like, have you ever you lived? Don't know. Have you, you ever lived with them like before? Until you live with them. That's absolutely right. Like, how do you like, know? Like, what? What if one is like super fucking filthy and mm-hmm. you were not? Like, this is all. Like, do you want to uh, add unnecessary stress to your life mm-hmm. just because you're stressed out about something that you have? no control over and i know that that's what it is i know it's because we don't have control i know that Mm -hmm. i know that that's why we're all pissed off and crazy in our heads Mm -hmm. i like control um i don't have it right now so i get frustrated i understand Mm -hmm. that but but also we have to fucking i don't excuse the misogyny grow some fucking balls and 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 deal with it you know like it's also like we all pay so much money for our apartments that like now we're really getting our money's worth, you know, cause like we're actually using our apartments. Yeah. So, you know, develop a schedule, get, you know, that's, I, I think what it's been for, for us to a certain extent is that, well, don't, don't make that face. I the thing that. is like, I, just, I have I never thought of it that way. Like if you <laughs> wait, which part, like getting like, your money's worth, you saying getting your money's worth. We are always getting our money's worth. Cause it's not like our stuff, like our stuff doesn't disintegrate when we go to work. Well, or when no, we're not here. but I'm I'm not talking about like <laughs> the store, like the benefit of having essentially storage for all your shit. Exactly, where you also get to it's live being at your it's home. That, you're you using actually, the amenities of your it, home exactly, mm, okay. and you're gonna save. You're actually gonna save money during this period, hopefully. And I, you know, I just, I, I, I wouldn't, I would not know. Just no. I repotted plants. Okay. <laughs> I mean, granted, they needed it. I didn't do it just out of like a sheer boredom. But it's mm-hmm. like it's like that is not necessarily something I would have thought of if I yeah. was able to just go out. And, and and you know that's the thing. You just have to like mm-hmm. you got to find those things. You got to find those things you like. I will. Okay, so I'm gonna shameless plug to I need people. It, so I work at Howl Arts, which is this uh, nonprofit arts organization on the Lower East Side, and we have moved all of our. Um, um, workshops online so if you go to howlarts.org and go to the blog there are activities every two weeks that you can participate in you just need some like you know whatever like arts and crafts if you have around your house you post it on social media and it'll go up on our website look at so like yeah the next two weeks are all create a, a collage portrait so like you can do that with your three friends you can do portraits of each other and then send them to Hal Arts and we'll post them online. Oh, I love that. I really do, mm-hmm. actually. See, and this is the thing, too. It's like, it's like as much shit as I talk about uh, about human, the human animal, uh, there's ingenuity there. You know what I mean? Like, like we, we, we do find ways. So it's like, this might not be necessarily the way you want it now, mm-hmm. but this is the way it is now. So, mm-hmm. so just fucking chill. And wash your hands. And honestly, I mean, I still brave Corona every day to get coffee every morning. So I can't be too. I can't. I can't preach too loudly. You're the worst. I keep looking. I keep looking at. I keep looking at French presses, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, but but Amazon is evil. You know, like like they're not taking care of their employees. Like I'm just like I'm like do they sell them at like Albertsons? No, they don't. I've been there. So I've been to the Vons. Vons. I've been to Albertsons. They have no fucking French presses there. They don't. Uh, so, no, they don't. I guess I could go to Target, but that's so far away now. And I don't think they're building the new Target again in my neighborhood because of this stupid thing. Now I'm getting mad again. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Well, good luck to you. I need people. I mean, you got you got... Uh, yes, you got uh, maybe two maybes, and you got a no. So take it, take it, how you take it. <laughs> okay, this question is from Noah. It's very long, this, Noah. This novel. No, no, it's very long, uh, Noah. Noah, it's very long. It says, um, "I love this podcast so much. 
for how much you make me laugh and think. As a Hawaii gay, I also enjoy hearing about Maxwell's time here and would love to hear him discuss it even more in the future episodes. I was excited to learn the Grizzly Kiki would be joining you this week. Since they've gone off air, there's been a bear-sized hole in my weekly podcast catalog. Here's hoping they return one day. Anyway, my dilemma. I received a Facebook invitation to a group uh, to a group my high school classmates had created for the purpose of planning our 10-year reunion, which, like timing, but whatever, and was immediately fucking triggered. The two conversation starters were, tell us if you're married slash have kids and where you live, and post a picture of your beautiful family. During high school, I was treated pretty badly by my peers and was often violently abused at home. I failed after making an honest effort at keeping in touch with the people I did get along with. Today, as a dysfunctional gay 20-something trying to put my life together in the shape I want it for myself, I'm skeptical, skeptical of monogamy and I don't want kids. Seeing old classmates having this fucking conversation makes me feel I still don't belong. When I was a teenager, this alienation made me sad. Today, it pisses me off so much that I wanted to write a snarky comment about my, my only family being my dead dogs, weed, and ass bleach. <laughs> Noah. Noah. I <clears throat> I know this isn't healthy. I know part of this is me overreacting. Part of it is me going quarren crazy, and part of it is how my life really has diverged from my former classmates in ways good and bad. The truth is, I probably don't have much in common with a lot of these people anymore. But seeing the differences shouldn't make me feel so awful. My question is. How have you all made peace with the past when it takes you back to a place you don't want to be? Sorry for the long post. Thanks for the great show. Um, well, uh, Noah. Noah. You, you, answered your, you answered your own question in here, honey. <laughs> you answered your own question when you're like, the truth is I probably don't have much in common with these people anymore. And, 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 and listen, yeah, you, you don't probably never did. You probably never did. Even <laughs> if you think that the only thing that you had in common with those people was that you lived in the same goddamn town. And that is not a, that is not a likeness. That is not <laughs> you being like them. And here's the thing. Regardless, you have to think that you have to think that you're better for the decisions that you made, and if that means mm -hmm. that you're better than them, you have to think that too. Like, mm -hmm. here's, I mean, look, I I made peace with living in my hometown years ago. It wasn't fucking easy, but but the, 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 they're not thinking about you, okay? Like that's what you have to remember. They don't give a fuck about you. So why are you giving them all this stress that they don't fucking even know is happening? Like, mm -hmm. you are better for being away from them. You are better for the decisions that you made. You are better for the person that you've become. Like, these people are still in your fucking town. Like, planning a goddamn 10-year reunion. So you have to look at your life as a success before you can look at your past as a success, too. Because you survived. And you got out and you made it 10 mm -hmm. years. That's a huge accomplishment. So yeah. don't give them that. Don't give them that. You're giving them that and they, they don't deserve it. Uh, Maxwell, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think you should always keep negative people out of your life. If conversations and people aren't sparking joy for you, then it's got to go. Fold it up and put it in the Goodwill bag. But I will say that... <laughs> I will say that, like heteronormative stuff like you can't be offended and upset by because unfortunately that's going to be everywhere every day all the time unless you really put your throw yourself in a queer lifestyle but like mm -hmm. i mean like even if you but try, also they're like, still there you know straight you're yeah. never going to get rid of them so and I mean, they're they're like, things that they do i mean i have my girlfriends calling all the you know i'm talking to all my girlfriends from high school and all my girls that i've known for years and telling them that taco bay's moving in and they're like oh so so um have you guys talked about marriage and i'm like girls i haven't even gotten the venmo for the first rent check like let's like slow your roll like and it's like so okay to be like it's so I okay mean, to be like i'm i don't have babies yeah like, yeah like people are yep. like have you talked about it at all and i'm like well we've talked about his health care like we've talked about me getting free health care. Okay, well this is this is moving past Noah's uh, dilemma, but uh, oh, right, sorry. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Robert Daniel, what do you guys think? Well, I am. Um, 
Well, uh, I I was first of all, thank you for your kind words about our podcast, yes. Noah. Um, Talk to I you. Also, um, I I was also part of the committee to plan my ten year high school reunion, and I was Nerd. more than happy. Right. And I was more than happy to bow out and I didn't go because I felt mm. like I felt like only one uh, like only one type of high, like one type of the high school student that we like because we went to a very diverse school. Only one type of student was being uh, represented in the way they were planning the event. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was out of there because it didn't feel like everyone was being represented. And I actually went to a school where like I had friends. I was out like you know, I I had plenty of reasons to go and reconnect with people that I hadn't seen in a while. And I chose not to because that felt toxic because of how mm-hmm. planning it went down. Um, and so I think I agree with everything Tony said. You are a success and you should think of yourself as a success and all of that stuff. Like, great words, Tony. Oh, thank like, you. Well, it. listen, I've had, a, I've had a lot to think. Listen, Clinton, Illinois had its impact on me for sure. So, like, I mean, like, there was a lot of things that I gave my hometown and the people in it too much power and Mm -hmm. honestly um i and and the the ones that i love there i love but you know i go back there when i go back there feeling like a complete success story you know Mm -hmm. daniel what do you think i i feel like this reunion is being planned by the mean girls from romeo michelle and very possible it's always the it's it's those girls that do it you know I also was on the planning committee for my tenure. Oh my god, nerd! But it's because it's because everybody in my class was like, "Hey, you should do it," because there was only like twenty of us, and we started a Facebook group. I actually liked nearly everybody I went to high school with, so it's a little different. But it just—I didn't want to reconnect with them. I, you know, I didn't have these triggering moments like Noah does. But seeing these conversation starters, like. I, I feel like uh, I agree with Maxwell that they are pushing a very heteronormative, um, I mean, not just her- heteronormative, right? They're just assuming that everybody's going to be married, everybody's going to have kids, yeah, and, you know, everybody has this, like, white picket fence version of a family. And, like, that's just not real. And no, uh, it absolutely. does set these unreal expectations because, like, yeah, like, what happens if Noah does, you know, post a photo of or or a comment about his dead dog's weed and ass bleach? Although, if he got the ass bleach into a photo, I'd be very impressed. Me too. So, it's, um, <laughs> if he tried to reach out to them, if you tried to reach out to them, Noah, and you couldn't stay connected, then they don't deserve you to even be a part of this Facebook group. So, leave it and block it. Yeah. Like, you don't like, have to yeah, go either. It. Like, listen, you don't have to. It's not proving anything. Well, mm-hmm. here's here's my situation with all of you assholes bragging about your 10-year. I um, had a 20-year uh, high school reunion uh, last year. <laughs> I think it was last year. And, uh, you know, I I tried to go. I wanted to go. I did because I mean, like after twenty years, I know what you all look like, and you all know what I look like, and you mm-hmm. should be honored enough to see it in person. You know what I mean? <laughs> you. Care. I was so upset I couldn't go to my ten year. You carry yourself like a queen, and you're going to be treated like a queen. That's just how it works, mm-hmm. Noah. And honestly, um, we got to take the power back and stop letting bad memories of our youth. Uh, keep us from being fully happy in mm-hmm. our in our adulthood because the violet uh, the the violet rage is that what that book is called uh the velvet rage the velvet, velvet rage, rage yeah. read the velvet mm-hmm. rage um because i'm assuming that I, I i feel like i feel like uh queer people that have this kind of feeling about it were my maybe a little light in the low first Maybe a little more OG, obviously gay, mm-hmm. and um, and and that is that is something that as uh, an adult I have embraced. So and it feels good to embrace it. Uh, good yeah. luck, Noah. We love you. Keep listening to our show. Um, uh, no, uh, Maxwell. Um. Okay. This is from Max Stan. Why hasn't Taco Bay been on this show? Um. Uh-huh. That's the question that we can uh bounce right over to tony because he has a really great answer for it yeah boyfriends don't come on the show boyfriends don't come on the show because boyfriends can easily become ex-boyfriends and quite frankly i uh i'm team maxwell so we're not gonna build up an audience for someone who might not be here forever 
I'm sorry. Well, that's why his, that's why he's his nickname is Taco Bay. I don't need any like uh, celebrity couple name put togethers by our fa- our fans. Well, like, I mean, like I that, listen. Know, just, like, I with us and, uh, I am thrilled that you are in a relationship, and I think it's just adorable. But uh, that person uh, needs to be nameless or be Taco Bay, and doesn't have a voice on the Tony Soto show because yep. uh, because he's he's con- he's content. So, uh, and, and that's how I look at his boy. I look at Maxwell's boyfriend as content. And so <laughs> I'm not about to bring content on my show, even though we might want it. I'm not doing it. So sorry, Robert and Daniel, you don't get to hear from the Taco Bay. <laughs> I, also oh, I think that's fine. The mystery is much more alluring. <laughs> yeah, you could also just go to my Instagram and like watch one of my stories and find out what exactly who he is and what he looks like. Which I also mm-hmm. don't do. See, like I don't watch uh, Maxwell's stories. Well, and, and his Instagram is private, so you'd have to do some deep investigating. You know, mm-hmm. I love Maxwell, but his uh, his social media presence is just not not from not my judge. Like, I mean, you I see so rude. I see you a lot. So I, I see a lot of her on Twitter, and uh, even then, I'm like, well, that's a lot of her, you know. Ah, okay, I'm sorry, I don't post pictures of me and trees. <laughs> climb a tree, bitch. <laughs> climb a tree. First of all, there's I'm nothing wrong. The there's there's nothing I'm wrong with climbing a tree. Pole. Don't you shame somebody like, for climbing a tree. I'm climbing the pole in my living room. I don't need a tree. Yeah, can you get it with those weak little arms, huh? Getting up yeah, there, I, little yeah, weak little do, arms. I can almost do it with no hands. Oh. I ought to just get my thigh grip right, and it's all over for these hoes. Oh God! Um, also, walking around all thin-armed and big-legged. Gross. Side, <laughs> side note: Why is everybody ca- writing in calling me Max? My name is Maxwell. You only address me as Maxwell. This whole Max Stan is offensive. If you're a Stan, you should know what to call me. Shut up, Max. Um, uh, Robert, <laughs> Daniel. You literally call me Maxwell every other second. I would that. never call you Max. It sounds so weird. First of all, I have a little brother named Max. Well, his name is Max Field, um, and I like to call him Max Field because it sounds bougie. But like, yeah, I, no, I, of course. But you're not. You're not a Max. You're not a Max to me. You're. You're definitely Max. a, a Maxwell. I feel like I'm a Maxwell as well, so I would like that to be what you call me like, as well. You're like, like Samwell, like Samwell, you're Maxwell. Who's Samwell? <laughs> you don't you don't remember Samwell? What is it? Doesn't he do the song In the Butt? What what in the butt? What what in the, he was one of the original YouTube sensations. He was he was before your time, bitch. He's one that paved the way, so isn't that right? What what in the butt? Not in the song. What what in the butt? Yeah. yeah I I accident uh, not accidentally. I I maxed Maxwell once, and I immediately hated myself because I'm that person that like people bob me or they rob me, and it's like mm-hmm. no 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 no. I'm we Robert. Don't know each other like that. I'm Robert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I and, and here's the thing. I love. Full name. I mean, I'm t- I'm a Tony. I'm Tony Soto. Like pretty much mm-hmm. all the time. So like, uh, if someone wants to be their full name, like, who did I meet? Some I, I met someone who got mad at me because I called them by their full name all the time, and he's like, my name is Pete or whatever it was, something fucking basic. And I was like, well, that's not good. All right, your full name is good. <laughs> and like I said, yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. Uh, Robert, Daniel, did you guys have a good time on the Tony Soto show? Yes, we did. We As always, have a good time. We love having you on the show, and we hope that you keep coming back. Uh, well, I mean, since you canceled your podcast, are you doing anything? Do you want to pitch anything? Do you want to give us your social needs? I mean, you can just find us on Grizzly Kiki everywhere. Yeah, that's basically. not going to change, right? It's, it's you're not still down. you're still yeah. using. We are still, yeah, we're still using all our social media, so we're at Grizzly Kiki on everything. And actually, we're, because of the coronavirus, we have been asked to join our dear friend, Ari Kiki, to paint our faces. Uh, it's happening sometime in May. So Robert's doing, Robert's doing May 18th. Oh. Robert's doing May 18th from 5 p.m. Eastern to 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm doing May 25th. Um, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. as well. And then, like, one hour is on Ari Kiki's Instagram, and then we switch over for the second hour to our Instagram. Oh, I didn't know And that, we so. see you, Ari Kiki, with your beard now. Bearded queen, mm-hmm. Ari Kiki. She's just like, I'm a bearded queen. All right, bitch. Right? Um, I mean, shout out to her because she has been a blessing. We've been checking in with her on House Party mm-hmm. every day, and it's been so much fun. So oh, House good. Party is so silly. And she, does, so she, does, she does Shade Parade, right? 
Shade, right. So tune in to Shade Parade. It's a it's a podcast that Ari Kiki uh, hosts. Um, Maxwell. Um, you can watch my millennial moment on my Instagram TV. Um, I just dropped my one, last one on TikTok. You need to watch it. It'll enlighten you. It'll give you something to do during isolation because I'm really great at selling things and you'll be sold on TikTok and my millennial moment. <laughs> and um, your Maxwell Esposito on, on Instagram. On, on Instagram and, and Venmo. Venmo. Okay, good job. Thank uh, you. Guys, if you like the Tony Soto Show, please go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it, like it, rate it, review it, flip it, and reverse it. Um, I do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lai. Tune into that. We are crushing that show. It is so good. I cannot even... It is. It's good. It's a good fucking show, and you better be listening to it. Um, I am the Tony Soto Show on everything. That is Twitter... Instagram, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Cameo. I'm on Cameo. Uh, We'll be back next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.